Rock, the musical, lands in Newcastle July 18th. Get ready to stick it to the man with the ultimate musical thrill ride based on the legendary film and with a rockin' new score from Andrew Lloyd Webber. School of Rock, the musical. Book now. Live at the Civic Theatre, Newcastle, 18th to the 20th of July. Refreshing, delicious and packed with the good stuff. It's The Juice with Louise Wilkinson on Newcastle Live Radio. On my first week back from beautiful Fiji and it's just so lovely and fills my heart to be able to talk to Mel Burgess after, you know, a rough Monday coming back into the office, Mel. Uh, But, you know, here we are. And I <laughs> couldn't think of anyone oh, else I'd dear. rather speak to. <laughs> oh, let's do it, Louise. Yeah. Okay. So, look, this this segment is all about um, is parenting and, you know, strategies to help us with our kids. And they are like an extreme vocal point in our lives and, and something that we want to get right. But I think there is another relationship that can sometimes fall by the wayside or suffer because we are so focused on the kids, isn't there? That's it. And I even just in the wording we used, I heard within the way that you opened there, we want to get it right. And that's exactly who I spend most of my days with as parents. So so keen to chase the you know, the the raising successful kids without yes. <laughs> a clear definition of that and we've spoken in here before. And so what can easily happen is that there's just that slide from being a couple that used to have so many common interests and, you know, slow time together and over the years one decision at a time means that one extracurricular gets added in and then another and then, you know, all the all the adminning of all the things and before you know it, um, I'm sitting in front of parents who are asking for a hand to be helped back onto the same page. They've, yes. they've got, you know, um, discrepancy between them about how they think they should proceed and they're um, both scared of the way the other one's parenting and it's just so insightful to, there's an exercise we do where they say, I know I love you, but how do you know I love you? And they put a bauble in the, the paper cup, um, one of those fluffy, you know, yes. um, glittery ones for each of the things they nominate. And I'm just thinking of a mum that was in recently and, you know, she had said what she loves about her partner and then it's really common for the, if it's a male partner to thank and, you know, celebrate that the wife does so much around the house, keeps everything, all the balls in the air, is really good at organising, you know. Mm. Um, and then watching this mum's body language last week was just the strongest I've seen yes. <laughs> in the, in what's quite common. And she was just waiting for there to be something that he says that that's special to her and unique about her um, yes. because she then said to him, we could totally pay for someone to do those things. Like that's that's something, yes. you know. That's that's yeah. That that's oh, like you know. Is that what I am? Exactly. <laughs> but she was yeah. yeah. And so in their case, yeah, they they they're really driven, and that's what happens when we have our kids later, and we um, you know, we subscribe to societal um, 
ideals of success that our kids play in, you know, big flashy sports and get chosen on rep teams and, and those things, they're, they're nailing it on that front and they're really noticing as their kids get older that they, um, their connection with each other has been sacrificed for all the energy that's gone there. One hundred percent. And it's there was a um, the the amazing Gabrielle Laurie, who uh, is mm. a relationships um, specialist, puts it like this. She says, "You become like flatmates running a daycare centre." Oh, that's a great analogy, isn't it? It's exactly. Perfect. It's all tin tacks. It's yes. like how are we going to get this logistic to work and this payment to work and this yeah um, this kids' needs met on this front without the kids watching the parents um, live whole and um, centred lives that, you know, we all would mean for our kids to have that experience, but we, we get blinkers on and we miss it. We do. And I think that there's, I mean, I was sort of in a, in a situation where I had my children fairly young, so I was in my early 20s when I had my children. And one mm. of the things that I that really hit me hard, and it, it sort of took me a couple of years to sort of stand back from the situation and look at it, was that I felt that I lost my identity as a woman when I became mm. a mother because it became all about um, the, you know, the, the children and, and raising the children correctly. But I think mm. that there's this, um, this thing where even, even when I was addressed, it was mum. Yes. And, and you get put in someone else's phone as, you know, yes. Andrew's mum. Yes. yes. <laughs> Kate's mum. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And we lose that juice in the connection between our, um, you know, our romantic and our intimate relationships, which, is an issue because we need to be able to model that respectful, loving relationship to our kids. So it is important that we look after that uh, and and make sure that we don't let that go when we're so focused on, you know, have we prepared the perfect high tea and is my kid going to make it into the rep football team? <laughs> yeah. And we don't want it to feel like another thing that we need to do too. Yeah. So it's hard, isn't it? And yeah. If we're thinking about what we're all trying to do is we're we're trying to have relationship and you know scaffold our kids while they grow, trying to have a, a relationship with ourselves that's um, yeah. nourished, and uh, yeah, if there's a partner, we're trying to have a partner relationship, let alone the friends, extended family, and workplace. <laughs> and so um, yeah, things that that tick a couple of boxes at once without multitasking. Uh, if we keep our relationship fresh through I'm just loving looking around and seeing couples that um yeah who are doing things I was just back from um this morning I was out at Corner Lane yes yep and no um yeah and it was a day I'm not usually there but I ran into some parents who yeah they walk together um they make it a ritual that they they have a a cuppa um yeah after the break it'd be great to yeah, throw out a heap of ideas and the reasons that that this relationship ritual is important. Absolutely. I can't wait. Mel, we'll take a short break and we will be right back on Raising Wildlings here on The Juice. We're back with the lovely Mel Burgess from Love Parenting and today we're talking about something that is incredibly important as something that we want to be 
keeping our eye on as in our parenting journey, but not something that we need to put on the to-do list, something that we just need to make sure is nurtured and nourished. And that is our connection with our partner. Now, Mel, you've got some fantastic suggestions on little rituals that we can put in place to make sure that ourselves as parents, ourself, are looked after yep. and also our primary relationships are looked after. And as a result, we come at parenting from a much more balanced and uh, loving place, I guess, if we're making sure that, uh, you know, we are nurtured and looked after as well. Ah, oh, like the the nervous system, you know, situation in a, in a couple that have got some kind of flow where they're, you know, the, the, the outcomes are that, they have a sense of identity as a couple, so the yes. the meaning and the purpose that they're they're moving through the world with is is clearer and it's being actioned. Um, obviously, the relationship satisfaction is better. So the kids also benefit from seeing a united leadership team. Yes, and we can we can really easily uh, like trade out you know time or money spent on ourselves or our relationship thinking that good parents, you know, sacrifice and give to kids. But um, the research tells us that kids get a sense of safety and well-being from seeing connected parents who, you know, whose bond and intimacy is close. And, yeah, it's really, it really helps with um, the continuity as well. So having ritual means that something's automated and you're not needing to think all the time about, oh, there's, you know, this thing we're supposed to be doing, we're supposed to, yes. you know, should the, all the shoulds. But it's like, oh, what do we love doing together? What did we do together before we had kids that we could resurrect even to a, a small degree? Um, there's a website called $30 Date Night and they those two are oh. cute. They they go out for whatever they can do for $30 or less and they, they do things like go to bingo just because <laughs> they, you know, um, it's it's totally not what they would do when they're doing a new experience together. That's so amazing. no one, no one, like, you know, they did that once. They do things once. Yep. So, you know, they went to that. That was like, oh, wow, like, this is, this is out there. And, you know, just the giggles and the, you know, the news, and no one's an expert then on how it is and they're taking the other one to, you know, a restaurant yes. they've already found or whatever, although that's good too. Um, they they went skinny dipping, you know, just when, you, when you're doing things that are outside your normal comfort zone, like it's really easy just to go out for dinner once a month and slip into, you know, like thinking about, yeah, who's done the note for the excursion that's coming yeah. up and talking admin. So you're yeah. not going to do that at bingo, are you? You're going to be yes. <laughs> you're going to be too um, caught up in like, wow, is this how people spend their you know their Friday mornings once yeah. a week? Wow, this is yeah. Um, but yeah, people that that I sit with, I'm really fortunate because I get to hear from people what they're already doing that's working. Yes. And um, yeah, and so a couple lately, they have been doing a. Um, yeah, a yoga program together. So they've got really young kids. They agreed that they'll get up early twice a week and um, do that together. And they also share articles back and forth on um, a topic they're both interested in. So um, a lot of couples have even said doing things like sharing their calendar. So it's really easy as a couple just to sort of run two separate lives parallel to each other, like you were saying, with the 
flat mate sort of thing. But even, yeah, yeah the, the mini crossovers with the, the shared calendar can can help. Yes. Um, yeah, and then um, taking turns planning surprises for each other. That's a personal one for me. We take turns on anniversary um, each year and um, it's our 20th this year and it's my, my chance to host. So the host organises um, the kids yep. who mine are older now, but it used to be, you know, you just thought the where they'll be taken care of. You thought the where you're going and the activities and it's a mystery for the other the other person. So that's a great alternate idea. Yeah. alternate years you're the receiver or the giver. And yeah, you know that yeah, you just you just roll with it because it's actually really nice to treat someone, but it's also really nice not to have it to make any decisions or do the legwork yes. <laughs> to convince someone to have your kids. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and and um yeah, um, um yeah, recently said, yeah, like I used to get surprise notes um, and I used to not know where I'd find them. Like, you know, she'd go to make the kids' lunches and it would be, there'd be one inside the um, paper that she yes. used to wrap the sandwiches. Um, and, you know, those things drop away Yes. when we get all serious. We're taking parenting way too serious. Yes. Um, and when we put them back in or allow ourselves to be a bit more playful and um, yeah, build some automations in. Another family do a family breakfast, a walking breakfast. So they um, they make, uh, I don't know, they, like a German style. I don't know why, but, you know, the rye bread and the salami and the pieces of cheese and they, yeah, they each just have a little bag of that and walk the suburb um, and the kids walk ahead and look at things and the, the parents, yeah, standing Lovely. back. Just yeah, and so there's things with or without kids that you know it's a chance for you to have a a walking couple with your partner while you know you're also yeah buying yourself a bit of space. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yes. and then they that same family do a last week before the end of financial year is a week that they know every year they will go somewhere warm because it's cold where they are and yes. they'll. Yeah, and so, yeah, they both work in an industry where they can choose how they roll and, um, yeah, they both know that that's a week to look forward to next year right from the minute they step back off the plane, which um, feels fitting for you today. It certainly um, does. Joel, are you listening? Having something going um, forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's automated. And they're like, well, we know where we'll be. We, no one say yes to anything in that week, like yes. from a year out. Yeah. yeah, that's we will be somewhere warm that week. So, um, yeah. So knowing, knowing that that's just a given, yes. and yeah, celebrating that when it rolls around. Yeah, yeah, and and I guess also sort of recognizing within um, each other. I mean, you had a fantastic, fantastic example of this in terms of looking after yourself, which I know we're talking about relationships, but. Yes. You know, with one of your uh, your travel vouchers, you know, you oh, went yes. into the Apollo and you went and you gave yourself some self-care. And yes. that was just an incredible example of looking after yourself so that you could, you weren't pouring from an empty cup. And yeah. it's so important and we forget about it. And something that helps automate it is like those couple that do it the last week of the financial year, but I have um, the daylight saving change on the weekends. So I, I go twice a year. 
away on my own somewhere. Yes. And, and yeah, my GP helped me with that because she said that will, you know, come to your attention. It will help your kids know that um, yep. on daylight saving weekends you'll be gone but you'll always come back and it'll stop you from going, oh, this isn't the right time. I'll, I'll do it when yes. I'm not so busy. Like you just, it's just booked ahead. Like it, yeah, it's just going to happen and you just make it happen to the degree that can happen on that weekend. Absolutely. And just do it in any way that's possible that week. Absolutely yeah. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's important. It certainly is. It's important that we enjoy ourselves along the way. Look, I it, think just white knuckling through, Yes, we've learnt, um, yeah, just the fallouts from white knuckling. Um, we might short-term feel as though we're nailing stuff, but it puts us in the dewy-dewy. Yes. And this is a bit more to the BEB. Yep. I love that, Mel. <laughs> Look, I hope that we've inspired you today because that is just such an important thing. And the the examples that you've given, Mel, you know, they're so easy and simple, but they bring a smile to my face. And, you know, just thinking outside the box, just that little bit and automating those things, you're exactly right, uh, gives us something to look forward to. Uh, It it makes sure that, you know, our cup is filled and uh, we can parent so much better from that place. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. Very good. Mel, thank you so much for joining us once again on The Juice. You are listening to Raising Wildlings with Mel Burgess from Love Parenting on Newcastle Live Radio.